If you hate anxiety and want to learn what you can do to get rid of it, then you're in the right place. I'm Larry Quicksall, a mental health therapist with 30 plus years in the field. I've spent the past decade specializing in helping those with severe anxiety disorders, and today I'm bringing my knowledge, insight, and experience to this podcast. My goal is simple, to help you escape the pain and frustration of anxiety so you can better enjoy your life. Thanks for joining me. Let's get started. Last time, I talked about when anxiety was good, which was basically when it was short-term, it was focused, and it was effective in life-threatening or dangerous situations. Today, I want to talk about when anxiety is bad. And there's four key elements that I look for in, in determining whether anxiety is bad. And the first of these is, it's too long. Again, as I've taught you before, if you've listened to the previous podcasts, is that Anxiety is only in, when I talk about anxiety, I'm not talking just about worry. I'm talking about the fight or flight response, your sympathetic nervous system. That's only supposed to happen during the life-threatening situation to get you either out of it through fight or flight. Once that time has passed, your body is supposed to go back to its normal natural state controlled by the parasympathetic nervous system. So when it when your anxiety goes beyond that time frame of when you're in that dangerous or life-threatening situation, it's too long. There isn't anything to fight. There isn't anything to run away from that is an imminent threat, that is the actual danger. But a lot of times people say, well, it feels dangerous to me. Well, feeling dangerous and actually being dangerous are two entirely different things, and we never want to confuse the two. Just because something feels dangerous doesn't make it dangerous, okay? So if your anxiety is going beyond that, that's a problem. It's not supposed to. It's too long. The second thing I look for is, does the anxiety interfere with your normal daily activities? When you look at the different things that you need to do, are you changing them because of the anxiety? Are you avoiding different things that you normally did? Are you losing interest in the things that you used to enjoy? It's interfering with your life. And it's interfering with the people that are closest to you because you're in relationship with them. You share activities with them, and now because of the anxiety, you're changing, and that's causing change for them. It's causing interference for them. So whenever anxiety is interfering with your life way beyond the time of the trauma or beyond the time of the danger, then guess what? That's a problem, and that's one of the things that I look for is interference. The third is it's excessive. Your reaction, your interpretation is excessive. Well, how do you know it's excessive? Well, look around at everybody around you. Are they doing what you're doing, thinking what you're doing, imagining and interpreting like you're doing? I know. You've got a good alibi system. you got an alibi system that says, well, they're just not awake. They don't see it. They're naive. They're foolish. Really? I'll ask this question. Did you act like them before the traumatic experience that you went through or the overwhelming life experience that you went through? 
Did you behave very much like they did? For a lot of folks, that's the case. So were you one of those also? Or are you taking things from an entirely different situation and overgeneralizing them to others? That causes excessive behavior. So whenever the anxiety causes excessiveness, then that's a problem. Number four, obsessions. This is where a person obsesses. They are focused on, they are continuously thinking about. It is becoming a continuous part of their life even after the trauma was over, even after the overwhelming life event concluded. The obsession over the possibility it might happen again, which is excessive, unreasonable, is, is there continuously. If you find you're obsessing over anxiety, that's a problem. That is when anxiety is bad. So the four key areas I look at is the anxiety lasts too long. It's interfering with your daily life. It's excessive in comparison to others, and you are obsessing over it. Now, you don't have to have all four in order to need to get help, but that's when anxiety is bad. And that's all we've got for today. Have a great one. Bye. Hi, everybody. It's Larry Quicksaw again. And I want to invite you to join me for a cup of coffee every Monday through Friday on my other podcast called Morning Coffee with Larry. I talk about all kinds of general mental health and positive living thoughts and tips. Sometimes we cover anxiety, but most of the time we cover all sorts of other things. And it's pretty laid back, something to listen to as you get up every morning. So join me for a cup of coffee, same place where you find this podcast. It's simply titled Morning Coffee with Larry Quicksaw. Grab a cup and I'll see you there. The I Hate Anxiety podcast is for educational purposes only. And while I am a therapist, this podcast is not counseling or therapy. If you need counseling or therapy, seek out the services of a licensed professional in your area. And if you are in crisis, call the Crisis Call Center at 1-800-273-8255 or dial 911 or your local emergency number or go to your local emergency room.